You're listening to the Big Finish podcast launched on the 14th of July, 2019. The tomb was sealed. How did you get in here before me? Experience, my dear River. If you'd bother to come to more of my lectures, then you'd know. Lectures? If you'd paid more attention... I wouldn't have graduated top of my class. Academic success isn't everything. Clearly. I presume you're here for the same reason as me. Planet pops out of nowhere. And at the same time... A curious message on the Lunar University notice board asking... For their best archaeologist to investigate. Which is why I came. What's your excuse? Ha! Coming up in this podcast, we bring you the latest Big Finish news. What's coming up in August? Continuing our best of the podcast interviews to celebrate 20 years of Doctor Who at Big Finish, we bring you Camille Kaduri, Rose Tyler's mum, Jackie. And we delight you with another segment of Flip's World, in which actor Lisa Greenwood chats about another Big Finish release she's been listening to. And then just to add a little bit of icing on top of that cake, we will give you 25% off a randomly selected Big Finish release. Great value. And we round things off with a 15-minute drama tease from The Legacy of Time, our six-hour-plus 20th anniversary Doctor Who audio drama extravaganza. I'm Benji, he's Nick, and it's all about the audio here with Big Finish, the unsurpassed purveyors of the finest audio tingling your ears will ever get. (laughs) And we love it. We love stories and everything about them. Let's get straight down to business with the Big Finish news. Here's what we're going to be talking about. Transference. Dorian Gray, Lost Confessions, Doctor Who, Emissary of the Daleks, Time War 3, Torchwood, The Hope, The Diary of Riversong, Series 6, and hashtag Harry Sullivan. Let's delve and find out more. Right, this involves the use of the internet. Which one should we do first? Uh, the Goldfish of Rassilon. Um, <laughs> hold on. Um, um, well, let's start with transference, I suppose, really. Let's start at the Trans- top. Start as we mean to carry on. Oh, well, look, here it is. It's uh, the penultimate Big Finish original. Um, and it's written by Jane Slavin, Roland Moore, Andrew Smith and John Dorney and stars Alex Kingston and Warren Brown. Uh, Sam is a psychotherapist. She spends her days helping people, but she can barely help herself. She's still grieving over the recent death of her sister. Her mother, Barbara, offers little support and she's professionally challenged. One of her clients is Keith, a man whose life story changes with every session. And Keith has a secret, one that will rock Sam's world to the core and place her in the most terrible danger. If a fantasist told you they'd killed someone, would you believe them? It's got Ingrid Oliver in it as well, yeah. Cool, that sounds good. Yeah, Should we listen to the trailer? Oh, I think we should. Keith Patterson. He's a random liar. He doesn't even try to hide it. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. A Big Finish original drama. Transference. He's a fantasist? Yeah, maybe. I can't work him out. She says I'm a psycho. 
I'm not sure he's even using his real name. One minute he's married, then he's divorced, then he's never been married. His kids have had loads of different names and ages. Like they're just a story. Is any of it true? Yes, some bits. Just don't trust anyone. Be careful. Okay, you're making me really uncomfortable now. Good. You should be. Big Finish. We love stories. What if I killed someone? Not only that, it's okay. got Wendy Craig in it as well. Oh. What's not to like? Robert Whitelock yeah. too. This is a whole it's a big a big cooking pot of fantastic elements which ooh, I mean I could go on. Get to, I could go on, in fact I have. Um <laughs> But yeah, don't don't miss that one. You can pre order it now. Dorian Gray, The Lost Confessions. Where did he lose them? I don't know. We all thought that Dorian Gray had no more confessions to share oh. with us. But we were wrong. Oh, no, there's yeah, one more. Yep. No, I found <laughs> it. Sorry. Scott Handcock, the uh, creator of the Dorian Gray series, said, It came about because Alex and I wanted to work together again. I got a sense that Alex still loved the character. That's Alex Vlahos, who plays Dorian. Uh, there is potential to take those lost storylines and keep digging back, says Scott Handcock. So there you are. I wonder, can we find a, a clip of that, do you think? Well, we could all, always try, yeah, the trailer's out. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Dorian Gray, The Lost Confessions. There once was a man who sold his soul in a desperate, naive bid to stay ever young. A good friend then published his story his name became notorious, and his reputation preceded him wherever he went. Dorian Gray. Immortal, amoral, and as far as most people were concerned, entirely fictional. On account of that infamous novel, he remained hidden in plain sight, surviving decade after decade after decade. He lived out the 19th century and the 20th, although not having a soul. He was never entirely sure you could call it living. That man explored everything that this world had to offer. Every country, every pleasure, every person. But he also discovered things that no man ought to witness. No mortal man, at least. You may have heard some of his stories, the confessions of Dorian Gray, but a great many more have long since been forgotten. Big finish. We love stories. Right, well, next on our list of fab fun is uh, Doctor Who, Emissary of the Daleks. Another one, I'm um, talking about two podcasts ago when we talked about the Supreme Dalek from Planet of the Daleks. And, oh, yeah. and here that Supreme Dalek is on the front cover of this one. It's a Colin Baker story with uh, Nicola, um, I was going to say Nicola Walker, Nicola Bryan <laughs> uh, as Perry, and of course yourself, Nick, as that there Dalek. Oh, many many Daleks yes. on yes. the planet Omnia a young man leads the Doctor and Perry through the battle-scarred ruins of a city among the rubble he shows them proof that their invaders and new masters 
thought to be invincible can be defeated. The proof is the blasted, burnt-out remains of a Dalek. <sighs> but this is... is that... a, oh, carry on. No, go on. No, I was just reading more. Oh. I think that's good enough, isn't it? Yes, good enough. <laughs> is there a trailer? Yes, yes, it, it looks as though... Yes, there is. Well, let's hear it. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, Emissary of the Daleks. Twelve years ago, the Masters came from the stars with terrible weapons. Hundreds of thousands died in the first attack. Exterminate! Our military made a stand, but the Masters, in their wisdom and with their superior intelligence, circumvented our defences and secured their great victory. We are the Masters of Omnia. Today is the day that all Omnians will learn the high cost of any act of resistance against the Daleks. The people of Omnia were grateful to become subject to their will and the law was made. Someone's coming. It's Rhaegar. Who? Carmen Rhaegar. The Magister. The Master's puppet. You know the Daleks, so you know how powerful they are and how ruthless. The only hope is to cooperate. Cooperate? Or do you mean collaborate? Like you. Siding with the Daleks to subjugate and oppress your own people. State your name. Perry. I'm Perry. Kilfar, respond. You are a companion of the Doctor. Answer. Answer. Yes. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You do have a resistance problem on this planet, a serious one. Where? You're looking at him. Big Finish. We love stories. The misery of the Daleks. That's the uh, picture of the... Uh, ter that looks like the Terry Nation Dalek to me. The one that he owns. That they obviously use for this their picture. Well, it's the Supreme, isn't it? The Supreme, yeah, which he owned. It was his Dalek. I did a different... I did more of a sort of new series Supreme voice for it, though. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, uh, lots of them, aren't I, there? Yeah. John Ainsworth, the director, preferred that, you see. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Do you reckon they recycle their casings? Do you reckon they ever have, like, a, you know... Oh, another Supreme. Yeah, put him in that one there. Yeah, that, that bloke, he, he died, because... Some Daleks must just die of natural causes. They must, you know, what they're going to do, chuck them away. <laughs> it's a thought, isn't it? Daleks die of natural causes. <laughs> he slipped away. <laughs> He's not feeling too well. <laughs> He's got a cold. Oh, I'm giving up. <laughs> Help. Help. Anyway, we've just gone slightly mad. What's the next one, Nick? Time War 2. Arsenal nil. No, it's not. It's Time War 3. <laughs> this is me and numbers. Time War 7. Uh, Time War, one of them. <laughs> yeah, Time War 3, anyway. Time War uh, 3, which, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 by the time you listen to this, I would have finished working on. And it would well, be... thank goodness, because it's, it's out in August. Yes, well, quite. Uh, here's the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, 
The Eighth Doctor Adventures, The Time War Three. This war is starving civilizations out of existence. I am going to find out who is doing this, and I will make certain they don't get to do it again. The Time War? But that's impossible. I, I thought the Time War had finished. Did you not hear me? The Daleks are now threatening the multiverse. I'm not a Dalek. Do I look like a Dalek? Gallifrey, I'm sure that's... Time Lords! The Time Lords are from Gallifrey. That's worse. The Daleks vanished everywhere. No one else even seems to remember they existed. What you are doing, it isn't kindness. It is genocide. Alternative timelines. Different histories. It's all just theory, but to actually be able to see them... Exterminate! Of the ship's been destroyed. What do we do? Big finish. We love stories. I am known as the Valyard. Now, it is almost time for your final destruction. It's got four great stories in it. State of Bliss by Matt Fitton. The Famished Lands by Lisa McMullen. Uh, Fugitive in Time by Roland Moore. And The War Valyard by John Dorney. How exciting is that? Mm -mm. It's a stonker of a set. You're going to love it. Check it out. If you've not heard the Time War stuff, they're great ones to get into. Really fun. Lots of Dalek goodness as well. What's been the biggest challenge working on it? Um, probably finishing uh, it. All the, <laughs> probably finishing it, yeah. Um, probably um, in the first story, there's a lot of sort of strange, weird, sort of uh, white, noisy, odd sort of uh, time distortion stuff and that was quite oh. challenging to get right but also incredibly challenging to listen to because it just hurt my ears because my job ladies and gentlemen is to make sure it doesn't hurt your ears so thus control the audio levels but thus by doing so one has to put his own ears uh, in the line of fire so it was just a lot of listening to noise really but um thoroughly enjoyable brilliant so now Torchwood, The Hope, Torchwood Range, great fun, so much uh, in there, so much to explore. This particular story uh, is uh, Torchwood, The Hope, written by James Goss, uh, starring Bern Gorman and uh, Tom Price. Uh, Megwyn Jones is one of the most hated women in Britain. She used to run a home for troubled children in an isolated part of Snowdonia called The Hope. For a long time, there were rumours about what was happening there. And then one day, it was realised that the children had gone missing. Oh, there we go. Look at that. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Torchwood. The Hope. Here at the edge of the Hope, relatives of the victims stand vigil, wondering if the woman found guilty of destroying so many lives will grant them some peace at long last. Today, perhaps, the black heart of this desolate moorland will finally give up their loved ones. It's just you and me. It's okay. I want you to see something no one else alive has ever seen. But do you think it could be aliens? You are. Well, you think that, despite it all, she didn't do it? Something took them? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Well, it'd make you happy. But you two have got a bond. Do you think what she did? I mean, come on, no one can be that evil. I've been away from here for so long. I'd forgotten what it made me. Big finish. We love stories.
Right, next up, The Diary of River Song, volume six. Mm. This is fantastic, right? Right, okay, right. Well, first of all, listen to the trailer. Ooh. Hello. Sorry to startle you. I've been assigned to Totters Lane, temporarily. WPC Pond. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. The Diary of River Song, series six. Call me River. Really? An unusual name. Almost Romany. Now, well, that's what we call aerobics. <laughs> Ooh, that was fun, Miss Song. What sort of gun is that? A very good one. But sadly, it won't hold them back forever. So what do we do? We haven't got time for this. Silence! She's trying to save you. She's space animal welfare. I said silence! Sir! Sir, they're ready this way! Get back! Open fire! Call for the cavalry. Professor Song. Seize her. She must not escape. Henry? Miss Song, are you following me? Mr. Jiggle and... River Song. Charm. You get here earlier and earlier, Chang. Well, you know what I always say. If in doubt, shoot it. Big finish. We love stories. The audience is crying out. Please hear their stark entreaty. I'm listening. It's flattering, but nothing doing, sweetie. I cannot wait. I have to go. Goodbye and au revoir. So what you might have got from that is that there is stuff in this story that links <laughs> to old Doctor Who stories. So we have an unearthly woman. Coal Hill School has a new member of staff. Guess who? Uh, the Web of Time. Uh, which is to do with the web of fear. Uh, Peep Show, which of course was the original title of the John Pertwee story, Carnival of Monsters. And uh, this um, has a connection to that story. And the talents, T-A-L-E-N-T-S, of Greel, uh, which uh, River visits Victorian London on the trail of an anachronistic technology. Uh, and there's Lee Sing Chang and the unnerving Mr. Sin. You, I think you're following what that might mm. be about. So that is going to be an absolute corker. And finally, the last item in our agenda right now is the short trip uh, Doctor Who story. Hashtag Harry Sullivan. Harry Sullivan being the fourth Doctor companion for those who are unfamiliar with the classic Doctor Who. Um, and this is uh, narrated by Louise Jameson. Uh, I'll read you a little bit about what it's about. En route to answer the Brigadier's summons, the TARDIS is dragged off course. The Doctor, Sarah Jane and Harry find themselves trapped on the Zephyr, a spaceship that is going full speed and yet is unable to stop. With fuel running dangerously low, their only hope lies on Aldersey a nearby world exclusively for the famous and celebrated. Ooh, mm. I like the um, cover. It's gorgeous, that. isn't it? It's really yeah. lovely. Really, really lovely. Who oh. did that? I think it was Mark Plaster, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Yes, it was. Well done. Mark, who is our main designer, who does all sorts of superb work. So that's it for the news. Um, so much coming out in August. Um, yeah, I think it, it sounds good to me. More soon. More soon. 
Time now to zoom back to the January 2017 podcast when actor Camille Kaduri was our special guest star. Yes, it's another... Yes, it's another of the best of our podcast interviews celebrating 20 years of Doctor Who at Big Finish. Mm-hmm. Hello, Camille. Welcome to the Big Finish podcast. Hello, Nick. Thank you very much for having me. Ah, that's all I have to say. Now, what I, there are <laughs> three main things I do in these podcast interviews. Shall I outline them for you? Mm. <laughs> Yeah, do. She just flashed no, me a really, really worried look then. Uh, one is, the first section is trying to make it all about me. Perfect. <laughs> so nothing I'm not used to, then, darling. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, that's not the response I was looking for. And, uh, se- is. and then the second thing is I ask you what's tingling you about Big Finish at the moment, which probably nothing. What's tingling me? Yeah, tingling your molecules. About Big Finish. <laughs> Tingling yeah. me, what's tingling me about you and this whole setup? Tingling as in what's turning me on or what's. Tell me, elaborate, expand, see if you play. Um, well, it's based on the, f- the erroneous factual assumption that you will have listened to any big finish, which you haven't. I was just about to say. <laughs> Never had I was it. just about to say, no, I haven't. I'm so no, sorry. It's all right. I've been too busy listening to Planet Rock. What's that? <laughs> eh? Haven't you heard Planet Rock? No, no, Utter genius. What is it? Explain what and it is. And the Radio 4 plays, of course. Uh, Planet Rock is a radio station. Oh, yeah. And so um, they play, would you believe, rock music on it a lot. Oh. I'm really into that. Okay, rock music. Mm. That's interesting, like, Well, all music, but in the afternoon I like my Planet Rock and in the morning and then I like a bit of London soul for a couple of hours. So I'd, I'm so sorry. I haven't had much time to to to, to listen fine. to. It's interesting. You've encroached upon the third question, which is when I ask people what's been tingling their molecules generally in entertainment. Someone wrote into the podcast the other day and said, you don't ever mention music. And there you go. You see, psychic. Yeah. I am psychic. Camille is psychic. I and know she, I actually yeah, am. Yeah. So, yeah. Isn't that funny? I mean, God, we'd be dead without music, wouldn't we, Nick? Why is music so important to us? Um, Because it makes us feel alive and it reminds us of where we are now and where we were then and possibly where we might be. It might stop us from going to the fridge, (laughs) snacking. Oh, no, seriously. I'm laughing. Takes you out of yourself. And you're being serious. Sorry. (laughs) I I thought you were talking about the future and then you said it might stop us going to the fridge. (laughs) I was expecting profundity from you. Okay. Oh, I can do profundity. Can you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, what you see is not what you get. Well, this is true. With you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it back to the true. back yeah. to the first thing about yeah, making it about thing. me. Let's let's do you, darling. When did we meet? Well, you were at the read through, weren't you? Oh yeah. For one and in yeah. Cardiff. That's right, because of course you we were. We did the read through for the Dalek one and the one for Rose and the other one. No, yeah, the one where the um, husband dies. Father's Day. That's I'm reminded by a little voice in my wow, headphones. I know nothing. And we did those two together, and I stayed to listen yes. to that one. 
being such a fan, I thought, well, have another yeah, episode of Doctor yeah, Who now. Yeah, I think that's when it was, wasn't oh, it? Must have been. Were we? Were, <laughs> were we? Um, were we drunk? <laughs> oh, not at the read through. I no, hope not. That would be very unprofessional. No. You mean afterwards? Well, afterwards, yeah, because we all were after the first one. <laughs> oh, god, shocking. You're not allowed to say. Well, they plied us all with champagne. Well, it's their fault. I was terrible because I went up to Mark Gatiss and I, um, I uh, uh, put my arm around him and started doing impersonations of one of the chaps in the League of Gentlemen. Did you? And, I, and, and when I sort of sobered up on that three-hour journey on the way home to Paddington on the yes. train, I thought, oh, no, oh, God, you didn't do that, did you? Yes. He would have did. loved you for that, though. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> Has he never spoken anyway, to you since? I apologise. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah. then we met on set, didn't we? Yes, we did. Oh, yeah, back to you. Sorry, yeah. Yes. And then, and then me. And then me. No, and, yeah. and you... We met I, on set, yes. yeah. I and, remember... And you had the doobree, didn't you? Didn't <laughs> I say, what do you do? What are you doing? Oh, my God, you're the voice! <laughs> Is that right? Something probably like Something that. Like We're just that. inventing memories now. <laughs> Tell me yours. You then. were I think you were in a bikini. <laughs> I totally was. <laughs> As ever. Hi, I, I the first thing I remember about you on set is that you were doing a scene in the TARDIS with Billy where you were talking about... Uh, she was starting to tell you that she saw her dad die and she was the girl you'd seen go and rescue him. And you were going, no, no, and you ran out or something. Right. Um, and that was a very relaxed afternoon, right. afternoon, and you yes. two were doing this rather intimate scene, and mm. I was sitting on the TARDIS set watching you. And was that Graham Harper? No, it was... Uh, no. Who was? Oh, Joe. no, Joe Ahern. It was Joe, wow. Yeah, all yeah. oh, fa- fantastic. But he was... Um, he gave me this really brilliant note when I kissed um, Sean Dingwall goodbye, when we said goodbye. And I sort of pulled away, kissed, pulled away, and he came up and whispered to me and he said, you don't want to let go, don't let go. And it was so nice to hang on. And you can see it looks good that moment. She doesn't want to let go, so it's quite... I thought that was a fantastic note, actually. Really smart director. Beautiful. He was one for the whispering things, wasn't he? Actually? He totally was. I love a whisperer, don't you? Instead yeah. of, could you not do that, Camille, please, there? Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. Just a little bit of gold <laughs> in your ear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said to me when I was, you know, Billy did the scene with the Dalek in the cell in that episode, Dalek. I don't mm. know whether you ever saw it, actually. Yeah. But, and she, you know, and he kept coming round to me and he kept saying, make her cry. Oh, make her cry. My God. And it, and it did, and, and did. I just, and I I just know, kept being I more and more pathetic oh. with the way I did it. And then she eventually, a tear came and, you know. Well, I was crying know, when yeah. I was watching that. Fantastic. Yeah, so <gasps> she, it was it was great oh, like that. Brilliant. Mm. It was quite moving. Yeah. A bit choked, you? Yeah, I'm, I'm a very emotional person. That sounded insincere, but I am. Are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm, ext- I'm uh, overly emotional. I cry at films. Are you Cancerian? When's your birthday? I don't believe in astrology. Tell me when your birthday is. My birthday is the 29th of September, which is also Virgo. the... Virgo. F- no, Libra. You're oh, an expert, I'm aren't you? I'm married to a Libran. There you are, you see. Oh, they're bonkers and fantastic. 
I love them. They're massive in my life. So, yes. Margaret Thatcher was a Libran as well. <laughs> Thus proving there's no truth in astrology. No. <laughs> Scott Hancock keeps making comments in my ear. I'm not listening. I leave a lot of damage behind, put it that way. Oh, you see. There's always a way of explaining it with astrology, isn't there? Have, yeah. How long have you got? <laughs> <laughs> no, back to you. Back to no, you. That's, I'm finished with me now, but thank okay. you. Um, so you've never, you've never listened to a big finish. We've already covered that. But you've, you've done big finish stuff. So, you know... What, I have, yeah. yes. It, it, I don't know. I've missed it, or I, I don't know when, or I think, or oh, I shouldn't. I don't know what's wrong with me, Doctor Briggs. Uh, well, <laughs> but have stupid. you enjoyed the process of oh, doing the job? It's been it's been magical, actually. Yes, completely, because you're touching base with your family again, aren't you? You know, you and I, we go back years, don't we? We all do, and. I love it because I've just peer over the lectern through the pages at you and there's that and we just do that the look the yeah. eyes go yeah here we are it's yeah. great I love that um, I was really looking forward to today oh me too yeah. skip down to the tube brilliant <laughs> absolutely brilliant yeah oh so, so nice so on to general tingling and it's nearly over now so don't worry um, what what is entertaining? You've already talked about rock music. Mm. What's entertaining you generally, like a TV show or a book or a film oh, or a stage play or anything that's really, you know... Oh, gosh, all of it. I mean, I'm sort of fascinated by my uh, my grown-up children's lives at the moment. That's quite all-encompassing. Um, I'm sort of obsessed a little bit with Trump, how that's going to pan out, because yeah. that's... Bonkers, insane, pinch me in my dreaming. Oh dear, yes, this is real. And then also... Um, Let me just say, for the sake of balance, other political views are available. Yes, oh yes, yes they are. And then, but also, uh, so much, I'm obsessed with film and television. My husband and I are, you know, he's an actor as well. So we are constantly watching something or talking about what we're going to watch and so we've just done the whole of a fantastic series am i allowed to say called quarry yeah you are what's that Tell quarry me about it. is brilliant what was it on how did it's, you get to see uh, it it was on sky right i think it was atlantic i'm not sure i can't remember if it's a showtime thing um brilliant set in the 70s and in america and uh, uh, uh just had us hooked uh, amongst other things. What, what was, was the it other about? Thing? Uh, it was about this detective. No, he wasn't a detective. Sorry. He... he... <laughs> oh, I'm good, aren't I? Uh, I love this series. I don't know what it's about. I, I love it. Careful, isn't it? But he... That's it. So two soldiers out of Vietnam oh. come back and then nobody will employ them apart from a kind of dangerous guy uh, played by the brilliant Peter Mullen. My name is Joe. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Who you never never believe. Never believe. <laughs> never I believe. Never believe he was anything. Scottish. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a Scottish accent does lend itself to American a bit because yeah. some of the vowel sounds yeah. are similar. Aren't yeah. They? yeah. But it's just uh, it's just different and fantastic. And of course, the young Pope. I was hooked 
to the young Pope with Jude Law. That was a fantastic piece of television. Wow, fantastic! Just to was that just Sky to watch. As well? Yes, just I've to watch. I've got brand resistance to Sky. Ah, right. Oh, I'm such a sort of a TV whore. I'll have anything and everything. I've got it all going on Netflix. The I whole. Do, I do Netflix. It's our yeah. job, though, isn't it? So yeah. that's my excuse, anyway. <laughs> that's why I'm so fat. <laughs> Lots of popcorn with every You're show. Not fat, <laughs> uh, what about movies? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, this is where you have to name some. Oh crikey! <laughs> so, what's your kind of movie? What's my kind of movie? Yeah. I love an action movie. So something like Mad Max Fury Road with Tom Hardy, where it's so noisy and loud, and brilliant performances. I. Uh, love that sort of movie I do well well, all of them if you like so an indie a subtitled you know but, but mostly tastes yeah I, I, I think yeah I think uh, I think I do horror I particularly love horror do you yeah oh. love horror I've, I've got really ever since I've had a kid I'm oversensitive I can't bear anything terrifying anymore oh Nick you must face your fears Oh, no, you must. Is that because I'm a Libran? Yeah, <laughs> totally. No, because you see, as a Libran, you shouldn't be afraid. You wouldn't be afraid, generally. I spend most of my time afraid. Oh, dear. Yes. I'm emotional That's and because afraid. you spent years on Blimmin' Doctor Who. That's true. It's I'm, scary. I'm behind the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally believe that. Well, they're terrifying, aren't they, Daleks, Cybermen? Look at them. All the other monsters. What was your f- most frightening monster? What kept you awake at night? As a kid? Yeah, and now? I don't... I'm only frightened by the... Uh, I'm, I'm frightened by um, the idea of, a, <laughs> like, some kind of apocalypse, like a pandemic, you know? Because oh, that and could about be the, real. The disintegration of civilization yeah. and, and people... Armageddon. People being the... Yeah. Well, Armageddon yeah. out of here. Well, that's what I feel about about the future. Mm. Sort of the world we're living in now. Is that really weird? No, no. I think there is that worry. There have been a lot of apocalyptic TV shows, haven't there? Like The Walking Dead, and I couldn't, you, I couldn't yeah. bear that after a while because no. I thought I can't bear to see so many people no. being killed. No, it's horrendous, isn't it? Zombies are so freaky, aren't they? I think I do find zombies quite frightening. Yeah. They are terrifying. That's why the Cybermen are so terrifying, because they're quite zombie-like, aren't they? They don't feel anything. And, yeah. And so are Daleks, in a way. Why do they have to fly? That's so frightening. You see, that's why you're fearful, and you don't sleep much, or you're, you, you can't watch a horror film. I do sleep all right. I can't oh, stop sleeping. That's my problem. Oh, that's brilliant. That's why you look so young. <laughs> oh, Camille, you say the nicest things. I mean that though. I'm sitting here what bald with, a, with a big old white beard, and you tell me I he looks so young because you can't see him. But he looks so young. He's got no lines. No, he looks much younger. Scott's just a and hot. Look. He's hot. Whereas when we did the weakest link, he was a bit ratty. <laughs> you were, weren't you? You was were I, a bit ratty. Was I ratty? Yeah, what? particularly as I was sort of trucking on with my Listen, I haven't. No, I, I don't really have uh, um, a competitive bone in my body. 
So I don't. I was not. I wanted to get out of there. I'll tell listeners the secret that in those no. days I smoked, and and I couldn't. I was dying for a cigarette, yeah. so I needed to get out of yeah. that place. Yeah, yeah. No, I really, I really. Are the, you really? Yeah, as Are the you games, being really truthful? Because I truthful. thought you were extremely competitive that no, night. I really wasn't. I just Particularly w- in your blurb after, when you talked to the camera and what did I say? Oh, something, something a bit ratty. <laughs> if I remember, <laughs> check it out on the DVD thing. Yeah, well, I of can... course, Camille. It may have been something like that. I, I think you're mistaking me for some other bald, ratty person. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. Oh no! As I was going on, I think I said to Mm. David Tennant, "I've just realised I really hate quiz shows." And he he looks at me and says, "Well, what are you doing here then?" (laughs) I said, "Well, it's mainly the money." (laughs) (laughs) What about lovely Jake from um, Who is Next to Me? Oh yeah, Jake. 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 Oh, he's that's not his real name, is it? No, the character. Yeah. Andrew Hayden Andrew Smith. Andrew Smith, yeah. Well, I knew that. He's really but, lovely. Yeah, he's adorable. And I said to him, I want to, I'm going to be out. And I want, just want to get out. I just want to get out. And he said to me, before we did the next take, he said, do you want to Do you want to go out then? Do you want me to vote you out? And I went, no, I'm enjoying it now. Uh, yeah, I mean, you were superb. I wasn't really. You were. I wasn't really. Well, and lucky. But, you know, you, you knew the answers to a hell of a lot of things. <laughs> well, it's really easy when you're at home. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and friends were saying, oh, my God, the hover spade. He was really, it was so easy. And you think, well, you do it then. You stand in front of Anne Robinson with exactly. the face yeah. and with the lights and all the fans booing when you, you know, vote people <laughs> off. It's not easy. I remember just being... Uh, one of my questions was, you know, the answer was tonic after the word gin. And I just, I remember being really pleased that I'd managed to say tonic. Because you're absolutely right. You literally think, I don't even yeah. know my name. Yeah. Yes. What did she say? I can't hear. Someone said to me, you might not be able to hear well because you'll freak yourself out because this is what can happen. I can't remember who told me that. Wow. But they said, but if you touch your lobes a lot and touch your ears a lot, it gives you the power to hear. So I did that a lot. That sounds that- very mystical. It's nuts. Touch your lobes. <laughs> Touch your lobes. Yeah. Um, mm. And it sort of helped. Oh. Anyway. Well, let's bear that advice in mind for life. Feel your lobes. Feel your lobes. Hear, Face hear your fears. Face your fears. Hear Anything, any other advice we can end on? Um, yes. Brilliant. Check that horoscope. I drive my kids mad. I send them the horoscope every day. Well, just today you've driven me mad. (laughs) (laughs) I get that. No, I've loved loved every minute of it. It's been so lovely. What's the third thing? Have we done it? Yeah, that that was was what tingles your molecules generally. Tingles. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, then. Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeousness of Mr Briggs. I'm having that as my ringtone. <laughs> Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thanks for today. Such fun. And I really do recommend that you go to bigfinish.com and type Camille Kaduri into the search engine. You'll get lots of lovely results. 
Right then, in case you've been missing the wisdom of Lisa Greenwood, oh, she's back been. for another segment <gasps> of Flip's World. Lisa joined us as Flip Philippa Jackson, uh, companion to the Sixth Doctor back in 2011, and she's become a firm favourite ever since. As Benji said, it's Flip's World. <laughs> It's Lisa Greenwood. Hi, how you doing? You come to us while we were discussing the velvet suit from last week. We're yeah. still talking about it. I mean, a velvet suit, that is incredible. We're, we were just talking to Nick and just, well, we, just me. I was just talking to the Royal Nick. Royal we. <laughs> we were just talking to Nick. And we was up, I was saying how we could switch it up. You know, black trousers, velvet top, jacket. You can't do velvet, purple velvet trousers and... No, a black top, can you really? That oh, you could. You'd look very cool, I think. Going out on a Shoreditch night out, you could do it down there. You can wear anything in Shoreditch. Really? You'd fit right in. For <laughs> anyone who doesn't know what that means, what do you mean by sh- a Shoreditch night out? Shoreditch is an area in London, which is quite trendy. It's is got, it yeah, hipsters. You can wear absolutely anything and you wouldn't get a double take. Wow. A double look, yeah, you just wouldn't. Quite a nice place to be. The last time I went to Shoreditch, it was pretty run down. Really? Mm. What bit did you go to? I mean, Shoreditch in the centre, you've got the the big markets, and it's quite expensive around there now, though. Wow. Yeah, it, you have like areas in London. They kind of just they regenerate. No pun intended. <laughs> and then they kind of like go down and up, don't they? You have like the area of the moment, and then it just changes to somewhere else. So Shoreditch is a, a good area at the moment to visit. When did that start happening? When did it become the area of the moment? Because um, it was run-down Docklands. That's how I think of it. What, Docklands isn't run-down? I know, but it used to be. Oh, really? Um, no, I don't know. It's, it's just really trendy around there. There's loads of really nice bars, nice places to eat. Me and my friend went there recently, and we ordered a pizza, and it was the biggest pizza we've ever had in our lives. It would literally fit fitted the size of the table and it was all like really interesting toppings um and it was only like a tenner each it's so cheap yeah really really good we could give an advert but no we're not going to um now what are we going to be talking about this time round? well i was thinking about going on to unit Mm. i've never listened to any of unit before and so I, I did a bit of a lucky dip. I, I have access to the Big Finish database, as I said before. And I kind of did like a bit of a... I run my finger up and down it really, really quick. That sounds so wrong. That sounds so wrong. And then I just randomly stopped. And I stopped on The Tempest. But I didn't realise it was kind of like a disc after a disc after a disc. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of... I think I listened to disc two. So I don't know if that's going to be of interest to anyone at all. Was it part of Unit Incursion? Yeah, it was. It was. So Tempest. I wanted. To, oh, I listened to the second one. Yeah. And it was by Lisa McMullen, and I love Lisa McMullen. I've you, met her. Right. Yeah, met her. I think we met in LA. Super posh. She was out <laughs> there doing the convention, um, and she's great. And I love, I love women writers. You know, I love yeah. women directors, and I, I love women in the industry in general. So, yeah, it was great to to listen to her one. Have you ever been directed by a woman at Big Finish? I've never been directed by a woman. Mm. That would be really interesting for if I ever come back to be directed by a woman. Well, I'm sure you will come back. Who do you have? Well, um, at the moment we have Helen Goldwyn yeah. and uh, Lisa Bauman. Oh, lovely! Yeah. Um, but we are uh, seeking more women directors. <gasps> yes. Amazing! Would you ever let me lose someone? Uh, no. No, Why? Well, no I, I don't know. Why do you want to direct? Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> 
How much? <laughs> Give me the money. No, you I'm just, joking. You just I, thought of it then, didn't you? I, I would could like... see the look on your face. Yeah, yeah, I'd do that. Yeah. I'd do it. We also need this room decorating. Can you do I'd that? I'd do it. <laughs> I'd do everything. Paint and direct. Up. No, do you know what? I would love if I was going to direct something. I would love to direct something funny. Something mm. that's fun. Lots of energy. I'd love to do that. Nothing too serious. Just yeah. have fun with the actors. But I don't know. Like, this is a thing. Like, is it a stressful job to direct? Because when I first met you, you had hair. And then after you worked with me, you're completely bald from pulling it out. So I don't know if I'd just be a bit too stressed. Uh-huh. <laughs> My hair had fallen out long before I met you. That's okay. Sure. <laughs> i tell you what the secret to directing is. Yeah. Scheduling. Scheduling. Mm. Okay, I can schedule. Can you? Yeah, I love a post-it note. I love colour coordinating things. I reckon I could schedule pretty well. I just got this vision of you turning up <laughs> and recording with just every colour of post-it notes available. I think it'd be great. Yeah. Well, I think about it. Thanks for the job. You offered it to me <laughs> on radio. Now, she's now touching my arm. You offered it to me, Nick. <laughs> I, I, I feel intimidated. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. What else can you tell me about the tempers? I enjoyed the writing. Thought it had a really great pace to it. Oh, something that really stood out to mm. me was the soundtrack. Oh yeah. Who did who did that? Who did the sound? Yeah. Uh, it, I'm reckon I'm going to say it's Howard Carter, but let's have a look. He does quite a lot, doesn't he? Big he for does. Big Finish. Howard Carter. It was oh, who so did the um, sound design? Yeah, Howard did both. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. It was I just I got lost in the music at some point. It it was just so so lovely. Um, That's a clever guy. And I just loved the interaction between between the three. I thought Warren had a, a really great voice. Mm-hmm. He was it was that northern, kind of really gritty accent. I just really really loved it. Have you met him? I've not met Warren. He's such a nice man. Is he a fun guy to he be around? He really is. He's lovely. Oh mm. well, I have to meet him hopefully one day. Hopefully we can work on something together. Mm. Um, a character that really stood out for me, and maybe you can tell me who played the character, was Mother McCracken. Mother McCracken. Who played yeah. Mother McCracken? She had this really lovely Scottish accent that reminded me of Mrs. Doubtfire. Alexandra Matthew. Alexandra Matthew. Or was it pronounced Matty? I don't know. Oh, we don't Let's know. Let's have a look at, look at her. Oh, it was brilliant, Nick. You, uh, if you've not listened to it, you have to listen to it again. The, the accent was fantastic. Miss Doubtfire vibes. I'm half Scottish, so it kind of reminded me of my nan. Kind of loved it. Oh, I didn't know you were half Scottish. You don't know I'm half Scottish? No. Yeah, on my mum's side. My mum's from um, the Gorbals in Glasgow. Wow. So she's quite a tough cookie. Well, that's her, there. Yeah. Alexander yeah. So what's she been in? Hmm, that's, that's my stomach. Oh, so she's a stage actor. She's done a lot of stage. She's great. Television. I love that. She's, done, she's, done, she's played a doctor in Coronation Street quite a lot. <gasps> Lovely. And I love that Big Finish is so open to casting loads of different people especially women of different ages and it just showed that she had such a fantastic voice and it i just loved it interesting i wonder yeah, yeah she's not uh, she doesn't uh, there are certain agents that we we book people from quite a lot but that's not an agency that i recognize maybe Re- she changed rebecca, who knows rebecca singer management yeah, she was fantastic. Mm. Um, and it was really fun. There was, um, it was basically, there was a talking chimney involved, um, which it took a while to get my head around it. But it, once I figured out what was going on, because I actually missed the first disc, so I came into it on the second one. I thought I was listening to the first one. Once I kind of grasped that, then it, it became more easy to understand for me. 
We should have a clip from it, shouldn't we? Yeah, go for it. Do a bit of Mother McCracken. Mother McCracken speaking. Mrs McCracken? Mother, dear. Mother? They call me Mother McCracken, dear. Do they? Okay, uh, well, you called me earlier. Did I? About your chimney. Oh, yes. Would you like a cup of tea? No, thank you. You said your chimney was talking to you. (laughs) Don't be ridiculous. A talking chimney. Sorry, I I thought you said... It's not the chimney that's talking to me, dear. It's the wind. There we are. There was a bit of Mother McCracken, which hopefully I found to cut in. (laughs) What about... Who was your favourite... of the regular characters, the unit characters, do you think? So who, So there was only three in there. There was one, I think Ingrid Oliver was one. Yeah. Warren, is he a regular? Yeah. And who was the third, the lady? I can't... Um, it was another lady. Was, was it Gemma Redgrave as Kate Stewart? It might have been Gemma. Or uh, Tracy Wiles as Jackie McGee. She, oh, well, she's Scottish as well. Have you met Tracy? I've not she's met done Tracy. quite a lot for us. I mean, Warren really did stand out for me. I really like Northern Voices, and he just had that grit to it. And he, he came in with a lot of energy, which I, I really liked. I thought James Joyce was really great as well. I've met James, actually. I met him at a screening when I was in Call the Midwife. He was there with his friend. Yeah, he, he snuck in through the back door. Sounds like James. Yeah, it sounds like James. Um, he's great as well, and I loved how his voice came across very sweet. And, you know, it had that, that kind of, like, posh to it which is great if he were here now he'd be laughing his head off really yeah which is a sweet and posh twang is that not what he is no he is yeah he is, I remember he is him. exactly like yeah. that yeah it's just funny um he's one of my favorite human beings actually. oh really yeah, he's delightful yeah he's a great guy very personable um i think i just met him once to be fair but i remembered him oh i met him again at something else but yeah he had a really lovely sweet voice he was only in this one for a small amount of time but if I was to say that my favourite voice it was Mother McCracken, but she's not a regular. No. But it was such a great voice. Fantastic. Brilliant. Now, um, before we finish, you mm. say you're half Scottish. Yes. Uh, how does that impact on your life? Uh, it doesn't impact on it very much. I mean, I know a few Scottish words that no one seems to know, like oaksters, which is armpits. <laughs> Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Right, okay. My mum always used to say, wash your oaksters. I'd be like, what the hell is that? I'm not washing my oaksters, but it's armpits. So wow. there you go. <laughs> not that I have smelly armpits anymore. Not, not anymore. <laughs> and not um, since you wash your and oaksters. Not since, I washed especially for today, just so I didn't smell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't really impact. My mum is kind of like the tough cookie of the house. Like she grew up in Glasgow with five brothers. Um, she was the only the only girl, so she's got a, a real tough energy. And I don't know. Could you could you imagine that I come from that? Yes, I could. Yeah. Yes. My dad's the softie of the house, if I'm being honest. You've yeah. got a certain toughness about you, I would say. I I think I do. Yeah, look, sometimes. I looked it up on Oaksta, the urban. Yeah. Oaksta, Scotland. Um. Wow. I've got really sweaty oaksters today. Look, that's the definition yeah. of oaksta. But that wasn't, you said that so realistically, it just sounded like you were saying well, you had true. it. it is true. I, well, you're sitting at arm's length, that's fine. Wow. But yeah, half Glasgow. Could you not tell by the skin tone? Yeah, I I'm bordering yeah, on translucent. Yeah. I'm see-through. And can you do a Scottish accent? 
I have to say a word over and over again to do it. I have to go, Scotland, 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 and then I can try and go into it, but I need practice. The only thing is, my mum is Scottish, but she's been in London so long. It's kind of like Scottish and Cockney. Oh, God. So when I do my Scottish accent, it's like I'm faking a Scottish accent because that's what is my reference. Does she sound a bit Scottish, your mum? To other people, apparently, yeah, she's very, very Scottish, but... Um, to me, I can't hear it. But if you go out with someone with an accent, you just don't hear it. No, that's true. Um, what are we going to be talking about next time? Give us a tease. We are going to be talking about one of the favourite ones that I listen to. Um, and it's a lead, the, uh, the lead is a woman. And she is also a Scottish woman. Oh, I now know what you mean. Yeah. All right, then, well, we look forward to that. Okay, no worries. Look forward to seeing you again. And don't forget to type flip into the bigfinish.com search engine for some great productions featuring the brilliant Lisa Greenwood. Time now to give you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish production. Cue the randomoid selectatron. Doctor Who, The Nightmare Fair. Oh, right. This is the first of the lost yeah. stories we did, wasn't it? Um... And we had the lovely David Bailey as the Celestial Toymaker, who was quite an eccentric character. He was, yes. Had a brilliant voice, brilliant casting, I thought. Uh, I think it was John Ainsworth came up with the idea of casting David Bailey. It was indeed, yes. And he um, uh, he, he insisted on having his name spelt lowercase. Uh, so if you have a look on the credits there, David Bailey with a small d and a small b I don't know presumably to differentiate him from the famous photographer David Bailey who also spelt his surname differently um, so this was the story by Graham Williams that was intended to be in that series of Doctor Who that um, Michael Grade and his cohorts decided to suspend and um, really I think triggered the, the end of old Doctor Who you know it, it, they cast a new Doctor and carried on and everything but um I think the knife was in its back. I think at that point, before that, Doctor Who, Doctor Who seemed unassailable. And then suddenly the BBC sp suspended it for a year. And it just felt like they weren't, they didn't like it anymore. That's how I felt as a fan. I thought, oh, hold on. They might just cancel it. I mean, I think they tried to cancel it, didn't they, at the time? They fell out of love with it, unfortunately. But anyway, this is a, a great fun story and it's got Colin Baker and Nicola Bryan doing great work in it. So, um, have a listen to the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, The Lost Stories. The Nightmare Fair. Where are you? You can't be serious. Sure it is. It's candy floss. Go on, try it. Ah, there you are. It's so good to see you, Doctor. I have been waiting for you for such a very, very long time. Oh, what a you! Doesn't look so special to me, Doctor. <laughs> Do we have to come all the way up this rusty old tower just to see that? You know I'm not good with heights. You can't come to Blackpool Perry and not go up Blackpool Tower. Oh, all right, mate. Oh. You gave me a scare there. What's happened to you? You're looking all right, Steve. Listen, after me. 
Get out of my way! It's coming! Uh, hang on, mate. I can help. No! Please! Oh, my God. Something wrong here. What? That poor lady's lost her child. That's what's wrong. No, no, something else. The whole place, the whole feel of it. Like pieces on a board, my lord. You plot their every move exactly. Mm, the predictability makes for a dull game, I fear. <laughs> but then they still don't know they're playing, do they? Doctor? What? Doctor? You didn't hear that? Hear what? Someone calling my name. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. And to get that all-important 25% discount, just go to bigfinish.com and find the little news story that goes with this podcast. And there, my friends, you may find a little link to click. And when you find it, all you have to do is enter the top secret code word touchword. Book up. (laughs) Book up. All capitals, no spaces, no nothing, just letters, and that's it. And why is the code word buck up, Benji? B U C K U P? Well, it is a very mystical word, a word, oh, a word that has been around since the dawn of time. Well, it's a couple of years of podcastery, I suppose. No, <laughs> it, um, it, it just emerged. It's one of our catchphrases that sort of emerged when we were either, uh, yes. we either we'd either done something wrong and basically yes. told ourselves, buck up, Benji, <laughs> buck up, Briggs, or that possibly that um, Nick was uh, reminiscing about a teacher which once told him to buck up. Either, you know, whatever the, the reason, uh, it's stuck and become one of our catchphrases. And whilst we don't use it as much as we used to, we keep it alive um, by using it as the code word. And then we like to explain it yes. far too much. Yes. By the way, it's that time already. We're off to prepare for the next podcast. So I'll need that anti-radiation suit for a start. Oh, right, thank you. Get to that. <laughs> Very rubbery, aren't they? Oh, it's absolutely rubbery. Um, Until next time, ta-ta. And whilst we're kidding ourselves out for Podcast Extreme Sports, uh, here's (laughs) an opportunity for you to delve into a 15-minute tease for the legacy of time. Big Finish's audio celebration of its 20th Doctor Who anniversary. Ah! Just go mad. That's right. Gently now, Prakash. Gently. Easy does it, everyone. It's been covered up for centuries. A few moments more won't do any harm. Stop now. And there we are. The door to the tomb is uncovered. Look at it. Magnificent, oh, isn't it? Oh, yeah. oh. Any ideas, anyone? Could it be Slithergy? Perhaps the Chelonian Crocus Dynasty? Good, very good. But no. I think it's Miletian. A sealed Miletian tomb. Unique in the universe. Take a deep breath, everyone. We are about to enter history. As you can see, 
unbelievably, the seals are intact. And, oh yes, if we're lucky, the opening is counterweighted. The Miletians were clever. All I have to do is, forgive me, break this seal and... Outside. You, Professor Bernie Summerfield. Professor Riversong. Put down that trowel and take this. Poor thing. Looks like you've had a shock. Discovering an unopened Miletian tomb on a mysterious planet? Easy. Finding crushed ice? Nah, that requires genius. Hmm. You couldn't find any Queen Olives, though. The tomb was sealed. How did you get in here before me? Experience, my dear River. If you'd bother to come to more of my lectures, then you'd know. Lectures? If you'd paid more attention... I wouldn't have graduated top of my class. Academic success isn't everything. Clearly. I presume you're here for the same reason as me. Planet pops out of nowhere. And at the same time... A curious message on the Lunar University notice board asking... For their best archaeologist to investigate. Which is why I came. What's your excuse? Ha! Listen. We both came to this frankly impossible world. We're standing in an undisturbed tomb, crammed full of unknown history and untold artefacts, and we're bickering. It's because we both know what happens next. Do we? Oh, yes. I've a confession to make. There's a reason I selected you to be my tutor. Selected? And that reason is impossible, magnificent, and... Ah, I think that's him arriving right now. Oh, my God. I know. You lot! Students! Get back in the shuttle! This way, I think. Oh, he's making a meal of it. That noise! Oh, I always like to think of it as the overture. So that's it, isn't it? You became my student because you found out I knew him. Spot on! Unbelievable. Oh, I get it. What are you then, River Song? Cloned warrior? Stalker? Assassin? Yes. Well then. You're about to get your wish granted. Take a deep breath. You're about to meet the doctor. Fancy. Just promise not to kill him. It's not that easy. I know. And I'm his best friend. I know. And I'm his wife. Huh? 
one will you be, my love? Now, this should be interesting. Doctor! Hey! Hey! Doctor! Doctor! It's me, Bernice! I answered your summons. <laughs> I came. You know me, don't you? You always do, really. Deep down, it's me. Oh, uh, hold on a second, could you? Come out and have a look at this. It's magnificent. <laughs> oh, Doctor, this is amazing. Where have you brought us this time? Who are these strange shouting women? Archaeologists. <laughs> Brilliant! When can we have an adventure? It's already started. These archaeologists, are they friendly? Why don't you go and find out? Who is that? I have no idea. Hello, I'm Rhea. Super to meet you. Super? We've come from Lunar University. I'm Professor Bernie Summerfield and this is Riversong. <coughs> uh, visiting professor at large. Sounds smashing. Isn't it? We're old friends of the Doctor. I travelled with him once myself, actually. It's lovely that the Doctor has such serious friends he can call on to deal with boring stuff. Aren't these sand dunes brilliant? So sandy! I have a sudden urge to perform an autopsy. Forgive my companion, she's very excitable. Thank you for coming. You are from Lunar University, yes? I only really needed one of you. I was just saying that to my colleague. Apparently you know her. Uh, so, sorry, have we three met? Yes. Um, yes, of course we have. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes, 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 of course. It's just... Well, it's been a uh, tough time. Sorry. Well, you know how it is. Strange planet bobs up out of nowhere. Crammed full of ruins. We've already found a remarkable tomb. But what else is here? And why? Exactly. That's what I need you to find out. This place, it's not even an entire planet, just a significant cinder of one but it fascinates me. What's its origin? The tomb we found was Miletian. Ah, yes, but it was built by a warrior who died a long way from home. You'd know if you'd bothered to translate the inscriptions. Why, thank you, Professor. Not at all, Professor. You too? This is a massive planet-sized mystery and it needs solving, seriously. Doctor, come and look at this. I found something amazing. If you'll excuse me. Rhea, I'm coming. Uh, thank you, Professors, I'm very grateful. So, that's your husband. And your best friend. Looks like he's replaced us both with... with... <laughs> Isn't this amazing? Quite. Hmm, clearly early Vogan. But the markings are problematic. Who knew there'd be a whole set more ruins in the next valley? Hmm, yes, heaps of heaps. Your shuttle load of students would come in handy right now. Uh, I've sent them home. You what? But I want their help. And I want them alive. Once the doctor turns up, people have a habit of dying. Oh, fair point. Look, grab a trowel and tell me what you think of this. Uh, is it a silo? I've got my own trowel. Sonic. Mm, fancy. Oh, whatever gets the job done. Sorry. Yes? I feel like I'm prying, but are you really married to him? Yes, but not yet. Oh. Wait, isn't that massively complicated? Yes. So, right, that blue box arrives and it could be any one of them. It's a romance roulette with you. Well, I love them all in their different ways. <laughs> Good answer. I like to think so. Wait, you love them all? Even the grumpy old one. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> <sighs> my back's getting stiff. Feeling my age. 
Oh, poor planet. Get the feeling this world had a really unhappy ending. So many do, but I know what you mean. Ugh, the ground's cluttered with metal and glass. And yet these foundations around us are all stone. You can tell how ancient it is without even testing it. And your trowel says? So far it's saying old. It'll come up with a better answer. I've an idea. Tell me how crazy this is. Imagine a city that started out as stone and just carried on growing upwards. No conflicts, no invasions, no despoiling. It just kept getting taller. And those stone towers became glass, became silver. This city was really, really old. And then it was destroyed. Fascinating. And the results are in. My trowel says, really, really old. I'm having trouble getting a temporal lock. Why would that be? Is this an inscription? I can't read the writing. Can't you? No. But I'll tell you this. It looks smug, doesn't it? Yes. Oh, I'll get the hang of it. One of my favourite translation stories, which you'd have heard if you'd ever turned up to class, my girl, is that... One of Napoleon's generals was caught using the Rosetta Stone as a coffee table. I know. The doctor and I once had eclairs on it. Then we had dessert. Please let me be deaf now. This doctor, I've met him before. But then he was a big velvet laugh. Now, oh, I don't know. He seems so tired. This one lives a long life. Not all of it plain sailing. But what could have happened? Must have been something pretty spectacular to wipe the smile off his face. Hello, down there! Look! I've been climbing! <sighs> Rhea! Rhea! Get down from that wall! But you can see for miles! There's a lovely tower over in the next valley. It's all ruined and broody and romantic. You should be there, not poking around among these old stones. Not how archaeology works. You're disturbing the evidential strata. Also, it isn't safe up there. No wonder the doctor isn't with you two anymore. You're just standing still. If you want to keep up with him, you need to always be moving. That's how the adventures happen. That tower, I bet the doctor's in there. That really doesn't look very stable. Rhea, get down from that wall. In a minute. <gasps> Rhea! Rhea! Get back! The whole thing's coming down! Hello, Doctor. Nice to see you. Hello, Bernice. Lovely to see you too. It's been too long. How are you? Oh, not bad, not bad, Doctor. I seem to be wearing a collapsed building. Also, you're married to the most annoying student I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Summerfield, are you all right? <coughs> just dazed, Professor Soul. Just dazed. That's the worst of it cleared away. Let me help you up. Oh, thank you. Your hair. What about it? It's had a building fall on it, and it still looks remarkable. I know. Annoying, isn't it? Help! Oh, talking of annoying. Can someone help me? Help! Oh, she's under this thing. Is it a coat of arms? Amazing she's not being crushed by it. Uh, come on, you grab the other end. Yes, yeah, yes, of course. There you go, Rhea. 
pleased you've not been flattened. <laughs> I'm so frightened. I could have been killed. You weren't. Oh, let's have a look at you. See if any bones are broken. No. Oh, my ankle. I've twisted my ankle. Yeah, come along, you. Let's get you back to the doctor. The doctor? I've left him on his own. He's just bound to have gotten into trouble. Oh, isn't he just? Come on. River, can you give me a hand? What? Sorry, it's just this rubble. You've a hunch, haven't you? Damn. I'm sorry. Am I in your way? Is that it? Don't worry. I can manage to get to the doctor by myself. I'm sure I can. It's just walking. Oh. It's fine. I'll take you. Come on. Lean on me. Professor Song, don't have all the fun without me. Oh, don't worry, Professor. I won't. <sighs> this is very gothic. What is it, Professor? That ruined tower you spoke of. It's practically intact. It looks very dramatic. I bet it's exciting. The Doctor will be in there having adventures. Yeah, worryingly, you're probably right. Adventures full of danger and mystery. Do you think there are ghosts here? There are ghosts on every world. Are there? I, I'm scared of ghosts. Well, I, I was speaking in the academic sense. As an archaeologist, you see, what we call ghosts really are traces of previous civilizations. No! Oh, what now? I saw something moving in the mist. Well, when it rips your arm off, scream again. Oh. You don't like me, do you? Of course I do. And you're going to tell the doctor I messed up, aren't well, you? Well, uh, no. Please don't. Okay. I'm scared of him. Scared of the doctor? No, not as such. Just... sometimes. Try as I might to make things fun, he's so serious. I don't want to disappoint him. None of us do. Disappoint who? Doctor! Doctor! You're hurt! It's just her ankle. It hurts so much. It's just her ankle. Well, come on, Ria, let's sit you down. There we are. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review, and maybe even subscribe. Yeah.